0: I have something to confess. I've been high all week.
1: That's right. Stay tuned to hear all about it. Let's go. Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back, it, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need. To rise above your past and and not be afraid to say, Go go ahead, check my background. My name is J Dan Gum, and this is Background Check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving fellow.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, J. Gum, and it's brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past realize their future. If you want to know more about what we do at Forgiven Felons, visit us on the web, ForgivenFelons.org. Right now, we're in the middle of raising funds for a resource center, and we're going to be able to help more people across the community of Dallas rather than just the few people in our houses. So we're excited about that. We're going to have a resource center. North Texas Giving Day is coming up. You're going to hear over the next few episodes all about North Texas Giving Day and all the exciting ways we're trying to raise money, but also give things away for you. All right? So North Texas Giving Day is the uh, fourth Thursday in September, September 23rd. And the biggest announcement that we have is that we're doing a raffle. And the raffle includes a $5,000 riding lawnmower. 40-volt lithium battery-operated hedge trimmer, chainsaw, uh, blower, and weed eater. I mean, who doesn't need those things? Even if you don't have a big yard, buy some tickets and sell them. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, man, or buy some tickets to give it away to somebody else. So that's the biggest thing we have going uh, right now is uh, North Texas Giving Day. It's the day, the one day of year where we try to bring awareness to all the nonprofits in North Texas. But mainly, we want to bring attention to our nonprofit, which is Forgiven Felons. And we want to give you the opportunity to give. And on that day, if you give through North Texas Giving Day platform, you get a little extra added on top of your gift. So that's good. Uh, We will have some matching funds those days, uh, that day. You know, every hour, we're going to draw a prize. If you give during that hour, that particular hour, you're going to be in a drawing for a prize that sponsors are going to be giving away. All right? We're going to have some matching funds. If you're a sponsor and you want to give a prize away and let us give you shout outs that whole hour, you let us know. We're all about it. All right? So that's the biggest thing we got going right now. We had a couple of guys move out, and um, uh, that's always sad, but we got some more guys coming in. We had one guy that's been here a couple of years, two and a half years. Michael Katermos, otherwise known as Mouse and he just bought a home. We had another former resident who just bought a home. So that's really cool. We're excited about that. So, uh we're always excited about everything any any time the residents do something great. You know, we don't take credit for it, but we 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 try to celebrate it with them. So, we're excited. So, anyway, all right, let's get with the podcast man. Let's talk about the podcast, you're probably wondering what is J Dan talking about getting high. You know, sometimes you just need something to take the edge off, sometimes, something to help wind down after a long day, something to take your mind off everything, or even just offer a temporary solution for what you're going through. Maybe sometimes uh, something to get your day started, something to hold you over in the middle of a day, whether it's coffee, B12, fruit, energy drinks, protein bars. In my old days, it was coke, meth, and even ephedrine. Some of you probably don't even know what ephedrine is, but it was legal and it it would get you higher than speed. But if I wanted to relax, mellow out, slow down, and forget what I was going through, pretty much, I'd get high. Yep, some of you may not know the old me, but I did drink Jack Daniels a lot, did a little meth, cocaine, and weed. I never smoked weed alone, though. I always smoked it around friends and And I had to be careful who I smoked it with. Others knew I didn't smoke it often, so they knew I'd get pretty weird under the influence. In fact, people would say that I would do things when I was high that I would never, would or could never do when I wasn't high. People would dream up some crazy stuff when they're high, man, just all sitting around, and sometimes you just feel like you can do anything when you're high. And, you know, you're just cool with everything. You know, you love everybody. But then there's just being physically high, like in elevation, like high on a ladder, you know? And I've been high all this week because I've been in Colorado on family vacation. And I'm with family and friends, and we've done some really cool things. It's it's just everything's different up here. Morning devotions is different when you're high. Uh, elevation, you know? On average, I was anywhere from 8,000 to 12,000 feet above sea level, and I stayed high all week, but I wasn't alone. Like I said, I got high with friends and family. In fact, our friends, Matt and Christy, they're pastors at a church in San Antonio, and, uh, and boy, they didn't they didn't waste any time. They got us high the first day. <laughs> Matt let us, uh, they love to hike, okay, and so being up in Colorado is just amazing. Uh, great hiking trails. They didn't waste any time. They got us high the first day. Matt led us on what he referred to as an easy hike, and we thought that's that's good because the ages of all of our children I believe are one, three, six, seven, eight, and eleven, so we needed an easy hike, you know what I mean, so the hike was three miles. I thought maybe a three mile hike would be a little bit too long, but um if it's an easy hike, then you know we're just walking pretty much you know, and um so. He showed it to me on his little GPS hike map, cool little map, you know, app or whatever it was. And, uh, oh, yeah, the elevation during the hike was 400 plus feet. Now, my family, we're not hikers. So we trusted our dear friends, Matt and Christy, to be easy on us. They love hiking. They I think they go, you know, probably way more than we do. Uh, so we trusted Matt to be, to be easy on us. And you know, and he had small children, so we thought we were safe. But by one mile in, we knew we were not safe. This thing was tough. The kids got distracted a little bit the first half mile by the beautiful mushrooms and the berries and the cool things that were been there for a long time. you know, they got distracted, and it was cool. But after that, uh the kids, especially mine, they were they were done. With the, with the fun distractions. They were like, when are we going to be at the finish line? I need somebody to carry me. <laughs> and uh at one point, you know, Matt comes back and he shows me on the little GPS. He's like, oh, we got off course. We should have gone left here and we went right. So we needed to backtrack a little bit. You know, and so we're like, we couldn't believe he would lead us astray, especially with a handy tool at his disposal. His disposal. But... Getting distracted is definitely a side effect of getting high. (laughs) You know what I mean? When I was high in my old days, I got distracted. So we get back on track and eventually stop for lunch, which was also the only time no one was whining. Uh, It was my favorite time of the whole hike, lunchtime. (laughs) So we trek on, and it seems all uphill so far, and the whining starts again. Both my kids are wanting to be carried and I'm, if y'all know us, our kids are, are not small kids. Every once in a while, though, we'd get a nice distraction to take our uh, take our minds off wanting to give our leader a hard time. We saw some something brown at one point moving in the trees, and we'd just been talking about a bear, you know, seeing a bear. And we look up ahead, and and, and we honestly was scared. I mean, I was starting to call my children over and try to protect them, going to you know, protection mode, and, uh, but man, it was, it was a close call, it was, it was an uh, off-leash golden doodle, and a couple other dogs that were darting through, and uh, scared the, scared the crap out of us, but it was a great distraction, so for about five minutes, because we, we got to talk to the owners, and pet the dogs, and the kids were just, you know, Every every fifteen minutes or so, we'd, we'd get a, the kids would be distracted and, and they wouldn't be whining and griping. But then you get back on track, and I think we got lost three more times, maybe four. I don't know. We honestly we lost track. Uh, at, at times the trail was so narrow that only one of us could walk. You know, we had to walk in a single file line, and the on one side of it it was just like a drop off cliff. So we were all grabbing on to kids and holding on to them for dear life because kids, you heard the ages. I mean, they want to go everywhere and they're not paying attention. You know, uh, by this time, we realized it was not an easy trail at all. And that our fearless leader, Matt, must have either just got some bad information or read it wrong. We don't know what happened. But all of us adults, we made some adjustments, made sure we had eyes and hands on all the kids. We put, a couple, uh, put another kid in, in a backpack at that point. And I think we knew it was going to get tougher, even though Matt kept saying, oh, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> then we ran into some bikers who were very impressed that our kids um, came on this hike with us, which is a blue trail and uh, considered intermediate hi- for intermediate hikers, which we were not um, we crossed this one area and I think every kid that wasn't in a backpack fell down when we were going through this area. Gemma, my seven-year-old scraped herself up pretty good that she cried the whole rest of the way down from there. We actually had to promise her ice cream to, to keep her going. (laughs) We were giving Matt such a hard time and he was taking it all in stride. You know, some leaders would have buckled under all the heckling that we were providing but if, but, you know, I will say this. If we heard Matt say it's all downhill from here one more time, we were going to throw him off the cliff. But in the end, we saw, when we saw the road that led to the parking lot where our vehicles were and remembered the promise of ice cream, we found a little energy, a little pep in our step. We found life in our bones. We weren't really ready to forgive Matt just yet, but we did after ice cream. Each day we teased Matt a little bit about it but he did a great job in the midst of all the chaos. Honestly, he stayed calm even when we all wanted to throw him off the cliff. He kept us moving forward at all times, even when that forward was in the wrong direction. He kept encouraging everyone. He made adjustments along the way. We all started encouraging each other because we'd all come through way more than we thought we could have. We all start talking about our friend Robert Madu who preached about capacity and how we don't know how much we are capable of till there's a demand on our capacity. And boy, was there a demand on our capacity that first day of getting high. We did things we never could do, being low to the ground back home in DeSoto, Texas. I'm reminded of my half marathon, 13.1 miles. I never thought I could do it till I made a demand on my body. And I finished, even at mile 12, when my my ankles were, just felt like they were falling apart. But I never would have known whether I could do it or not unless I tried it and put the demand on my body. Now let's talk about getting high with God. There's so many metaphors in the Bible about looking up to the hills, where my strength comes from. So many examples of people in the Bible going up to the mountain to see God and coming back differently. Even Jesus, when he went up to the Mount of Transfiguration, Came back a different person. And you know, our family, we're different after that hike. We probably, I don't want to do it again, but I know if I had to, I could. Our journey and relationship with God should be one of always trying to climb higher to get closer to Him. But as we take that journey to a higher place with God, there's going to be demand on our our capacity. We may make some wrong turns. We may have to stop and eat lunch and rest. And we may get distracted with beautiful mushrooms along the way. We may have to make some adjustments. But two things to remember is, number one, always keep going. Even if you're headed in the wrong direction for a while, keep moving. You'll find find where you need to turn around. You may have to backtrack. But keep moving. But keep moving. The other things, don't give up. On our journey to know God more, to get higher with God, there are blessings and rewards along the way. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes it's relational. Sometimes it's ice cream. And just like Gemma found the will to, to go forward after we promised her three scoops of ice cream, you, you, you can keep forward, moving forward too, knowing that there's going to be a reward there's going to be something at the end. Uh, Jesus talks about the Bible says for the joy set before him. It wasn't ice cream. It was it was spending eternity with us. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He endured all of that the the shame, the trial, being falsely accused, being framed, being set up. You know, if you're listening in prison and you've been set up and you've been falsely accused, and I know there's a lot of you in there, you know, Jesus, Jesus was falsely imprisoned and crucified. He got the death penalty. But for the joy set before him, he endured all of that. If you're leading people on a journey to to get closer to God, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a small group leader or an organizational leader, you're probably going to get made fun of. We made fun of Matt so much talked about, yelled at, but be like Matt and just keep leading. And when you make a mistake, admit it, keep encouraging everyone and keep moving forward. How you respond to to the people you're leading during a trial says a lot about you and, and says a lot about how you're able to lead from that forward, you know, that moment on. And listen, if you're one being led, don't give your leader too much of a hard time. Work together to course correct and help get everyone back on track. And know that matter what, that no matter what is putting demand on your capacity, you can call on Jesus to help you through. He'll give you the grace to get through anything. But if you're searching for a high or trying to cope with trials, any any other way outside of getting high in Jesus on Jesus you're probably going to hurt yourself and others and you're going to cheat yourself out of possible rewards i'm i'm reminded of the track and field runner that poor lady you know she was grieving the loss of a loved one and how she coped with that was was to get high on weed and you know we we think there's nothing wrong with that because you know most states are allowing weed it's legal now but at the same time the rules of that competition said she shouldn't be doing that before competition but i wonder if if she even knew about another way another high that she could have used to cope with that loss in a way that would still allow her to reap that reward that she wanted listen there's a time to get low and humble yourself But there's also a time to get high. High in praise, worship, prayer, giving, receiving, word and deed. Get high on Jesus by yourself or with a group at church or a small group. If you don't have a church, let me know. I can point you to some great ones. But don't be afraid to get high. I'm just as much addicted to Jesus and the high that that brings me as I was to Jack Daniels, weed, Coke, and meth, all combined, really. It doesn't mean, just because I'm high on Jesus, doesn't mean life is easy, that the hike is going to be short and smooth. You're going to run into some cliffs. You're going to run into some wrong turns. You're going to run into, but you know what? Because we were in a group together, a small group, a community group, we were able to draw on the strength of each other and help our leader course correct. And and in the end, we made it. We're sore, but man, we got a lot of material to joke around with. You know, we we still we forgave Matt, but we haven't let him forget about it yet. So listen, let me let me pray with you before you stop listening. Let me pray with you. Father, In Jesus' name, by your Holy Spirit, I thank you for our ability that you've given us to get high on you. And we can get high no matter whether we're low and in humbled prayer or whether we're in our prayer closet at church, small group, wherever we are, whether we're going through a trial in the valley or we're on the mountaintop, you have given us access to everything we need to get through whatever whatever this hike may bring. So, Father, I, I ask you to touch everyone, no matter what they're going through right now, no matter where they are, in prison, county jail, home, driving, working out. Give them everything they need. Lord, let them know that the demand on their capacity in this lifelong hike that we're on is just a reminder that they can do all things through Christ who gives them strength. Lord, I thank you for everyone listening right now. And Lord, I pray that if they don't know you as, as their personal Savior, that you would show yourself to them in a way that their heart and their mind and their eyes are opened and renewed and refreshed and they begin to search for a new high. And they begin to Cope with their trials with a new high, not the old one. Not the old one that that tears down, but the new high that brings life. Thank you, Lord, for everyone listening. And thank you for giving us everything we need to get on this, to get through this hike on our journey to know you more. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, just a reminder, North Texas Giving Day, uh, it's already started for Forgiven Felons. We're, we're getting a kickstart with this raffle. Okay, the raffle is going on right now. Go to forgivenfelons.org and, and you can click on the link to learn more about it. Uh, all the equipment, the riding lawnmower, the other landscaping equipment, all, uh, all proceeds go to Forgiven Felons and our Resource Center. And listen, if you're a sponsor and you want to get involved in helping us give away prizes that day, there's going to be 18 hours of giving, so we need 18 door prizes. We need we need matching funds. If you're a businessman and you want to sponsor an hour and you you want to say, hey, we'll match dollar for dollar this hour up to $1,000, $5,000, whatever you want, let us know. Visit ForgivenFelons.org for more info, to buy tickets. And listen, if you want to see pics of our family vacation, check out the show page at ForgivenFelons.org. Uh, we'll have a few on there. Or you can definitely follow us on Instagram and Facebook. By the time our vacation's over, we'll have a lot uh, a lot of pictures up. We did some incredibly fun things. We rode a train. We, we did dog sledding. We did an escape room. And the scenery is just incredible. Just incredible. So thanks again for listening. Listen, uh, spread the word. Share this with somebody. I challenge you to share this podcast with somebody who needs it. Maybe even more than you do. And, and, and never forget, our background doesn't have to hold us back. It can pay us back. Thanks again for listening to all of you inside prison, jails, everywhere. Thanks again, and to all you out here as
1: well. Love y'all. Have a good week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J. Dan Gum, and this has been Background Check.